Hip hip hooray, it's a Bible study day. Right? Hi, say hi everybody. Hi. Hi. Ah, very good. Okay. Uh what are we gonna sing today? The B I B L E. Yeah, let's sing the B I B L E. That's one of Elsie's favorites, right, Elsie? So the B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Let's try it. Here we go. The B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E, Again, the B-I-B-L-E. You just Elsie? Ready? The Let's get into the Bible, the best book in all the world. We're looking at Exodus, new chapter, chapter 18. 18. Emma's all pumped, and who are we going to see again in this chapter? Jethro. Yeah, Jethro. Jethro is going to visit. So this is like having company. We're going to find out what company they get. What happened last time, Elsie? What happened last time? Um... So on this page, they, mm. he was holding his hands up, mm-hmm. just like this bag. Yeah, just like your bag, uh-huh. And? and on this page, he's holding his hands up again. Yeah, he is lifting up his hands in praise to the Lord after the battle was won over the Amalekites. And Moses is there by... Um, next to the altar that he built, right? So now we're on a new page. And in this chapter, we're going to read a couple of verses here with Jethro. Let me read to you a little bit. And Gabrielle, listen to these details to see what happens in this chapter. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he was the father-in-law of Moses... He heard of everything that God had done for Moses and for his people Israel and how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. So he heard about it. And after Moses had sent away his wife Zipporah, his father-in-law Jethro, I'm turning my page, received her and her two sons. Do you remember that a long time ago when they they got out of Egypt and Moses sent his wife and two sons back to Midian? Do you remember um, that Moses was in Midian? after? So after Moses had watched an Egyptian beating a Hebrew slave, even though he was powerful, right? Moses grew up in the, like in the palace oh. under Pharaoh. But he saw this happening and he, um, he killed the Egyptian. And so he ran away. And when he ran away, he crossed all of this desert and he went to Midian. And Midian is where 
he met Jethro and Jethro's family, and Moses married Zipporah. Do you remember how we did two fingers up for the Red Sea? Mm-hmm. And Egypt, there's one finger that points towards Egypt, mm-hmm. right? Well, the other finger pointed towards Jerusalem. Jerusalem and the Dead Sea. And on the other side of that finger, on the right side of your middle finger, when you're holding up two and kind of looking at it, um, that's where Midian is. So it's like southeast part of the Sinai Desert um, and in between there and like some Arabian lands and things. So that's where Moses went all the way over there after he had done that. And he's, he lived in Midian for 40 years. So that was a long time. And that's when he saw like the burning bush. He was shepherding, you know, and saw the burning bush. And God told him to go back to Egypt to rescue the people. So it's sort of like everything is coming back around after everything that had taken place. Now he's going to get to see, um, you know, Zipporah and their sons had gone back to Midian while the Israelites came out of Egypt. Now we're going to see what is happening. Okay. So. Jethro was taking care of his daughter and his grandkids, his grandpa Jethro. (laughs) And one of Moses' sons was named, this is in verse 3, what was his name? Gershom. Gershom. For Moses said, I have become an alien in a foreign land. And the other was named? Eliezer. Eliezer. For he said, my father's God was my helper. My father's God was my helper. Do you remember that Moses was a baby born among the slaves and put in the basket, you know, and he would, he knew what his dad believed. His dad believed in the Lord. So he named kids based, based on what was happening in his life. So Gershom was named after the fact that Moses was an alien, right? Do you know that your names all have meanings? Yeah. Do you know what they are? Um, I think mine's faithful. Alpha yeah, yeah. and omega. Yeah, it's kind of like a whole or complete. I don't know if it's really alpha and omega, That's Emma. What you but said. All right, I wanted to teach you kind of what it was like to be um, whole or complete, like from beginning to end. Which one's mine? Yours is Elsie, and Elsie is um, short for Elizabeth. Did you know that? That's my middle name. And that means that my God, my God is abundant to me. My God is... What does my name mean? My God gives me so, 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 so much. And that's kind of what that means, Elsie. Can you hold your hands up really wide and big? Like, because my God gives me so much. That's what your name means. What does Gabrielle mean? Do you remember? No. It's my God is... Strong. My God is strong. My God is my strength. Yeah, look at your muscles. Awesome. Daddy, yeah. What's my my name? Mm-hmm. My my love name. Yeah. My name is. All right. My love name is Moonza. Okay, Moonza for your snuggle. Good. And Daddy's name is Daniel, which means flower. No. Oh, I thought it meant flower. No. I don't know why? My God is my judge. Oh. Mm-hmm. My God is my judge. Why did you... Ch- so let's keep going. So he's got these names because God 
had saved Moses, brought them out of a foreign land, and his name, these sons' names are like telling a story. We'll look at verse 5. Emma, can you read verses 5 and 6? Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' son and wife, came to him in the wilderness, where he was camped near the mountain of God. Jethro had sent word to him, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to meet you with your wife and her two sons. Ah, so they're coming. And where was Moses and the Israelites? They had been in Rephidim, and it's close to... Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai, the mountain of God, right. So now Jethro's going to come from Midian. I'm pointing to the right side of my finger, right? Um, He's coming from Midian, and he's going to come over by them in the region of Mount Sinai. So Caleb, read two more verses, seven and eight. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. They greeted each other and went into the tent. Moses told his father-in-law about everything the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake and about all the hardships they had met along the way and how the Lord had saved them. Wow. So they greeted each other with lots of respect, right? And then when they spent time in the tent, it was time to share updates and stories. And Moses sure had a lot of stories he could tell, right? And Jethro had already, I think in the verse that I, I read, um, the very first verse of chapter 18 said that Jethro had heard of what God had done for them. And so people were telling these stories. People were telling these stories. Is that important? Why? Because what are these stories? They're They're like miracles. They're miracles. They're stories about God. They're stories about his love. They're stories about a God who's greater than any other God. And there were lots of gods around. Well, there were lots of false gods around that people believed in, right? And so it was important to tell these stories and talk about the true God because this this was the real real God. Um, Let's look at verse 9 Jethro was delighted to hear about all the good things the Lord had done for Israel in rescuing them from the hand of the Egyptians he said praise be to the Lord who rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and of Pharaoh and who rescued the people from the hand of the Egyptians now I know that the Lord is greater greater than all other gods, for he did this to those who had treated Israel arrogantly. What does it mean to be arrogant? I don't know. Does it mean you have a lot of arrows? <laughs> no. No. Like you're very arrogant. You're very proud of things. And were the Egyptians very yeah. proud? Do you remember how they showed their arrogance and being arrogant? They had, By making like, them work hard and yeah. being their slaves and making them showing slaves. their riches okay. off. What else? Do you remember how Pharaoh chased them down? Because it's like, I got this. I'm going to take them back. I can do it. And they were very boastful or arrogant about it. And so Jethro knew that these people had treated you with no respect. They had no respect for Israel's God in Egypt either, did they? They kind of laughed at Israel's God at first in the plagues. 
So then look at what happens in verse 12. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and other sacrifices to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law in the presence of God. So it's neat how we almost have like two nations. You have the Israelites and you have the priest of Midian, Jethro, right? They're connected as a family, but they're also connected by faith, which is most important. And they are showing their chance to sit in a tent together with Moses and all the elders of Israel, and they ate bread together. That's called fellowship. That's called being close with everybody. Um, kind of like at church, we have potlucks, and our faith comes together, and we celebrate how we are all one in our God. We're all one in the Lord. And that's what they got to do here in the middle of the desert. Gabriel. I, I feel like I thought that Jethro, Moses' grandpa, was like... His father-in-law. His father-in-law mm -hmm. was like evil. Oh. I thought he was because that name was like mm. kind of sounding like evil. Mm -hmm. Bad. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound evil to me. Elsie? Um, I thought he was going to burn um, all the people. No, he's going to burn on the altar. What is? What did he do on the altar? A burnt sacrifice. A burnt sacrifice. Yeah. So they would take different animals and they would offer them in their thanksgiving um, because of the God who loved them so much, they would offer those animals up as a sacrifice. So this is kind of a nice break story, isn't it? This is a nice... Here they are in the middle of the desert, and they're getting yeah. together and worshiping God. Yeah, because we sing my favorite song, and then we, we came all the way to this. Yeah, even us being together, we have the chance to sing wherever we are and to worship our, our God and with lots of other people. Don't you think if we went to different countries that we could find Christians there? Mm -hmm. And that would be, even if we didn't even speak the same language, that'd be pretty special. I once got to go to Mexico um, a, a couple of years and and stay with host families. And I got to meet people at churches down there um, who believed in Jesus. And we worshiped speaking in Spanish and singing in Spanish and praying in Spanish and reading the Bible was in Spanish. And that was really special. That was really fun. Daddy, mm -hmm. Daddy did you say, um, did you say like, how do you say, like, how, how do you speak Spanish? Well, we would start worship in the name of the Lord, Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In el nombre del Padre, y del Hijo, y del Espíritu Santo. <laughs> See? It's in Spanish. And they would always greet each other with a blessing after the service was over. And they would say, La Paz de Cristo. La Paz de Cristo. La Paz de Cristo. Do you know what pas? No, I don't. La paz de Cristo is the peace de Cristo. The peace 
of Christ. Yeah, the peace of Christ. <laughs> so maybe we can say Daddy. this to all of our listeners today. La paz de Cristo. The peace of Christ. The peace of Christ to you. The peace of Christ go with you. And that's a that's oh, a wonderful Daddy, thing. Yeah. You should have said you know what I'm talking Dad. about. Elsie, Even though you mm-hmm. don't know jokes. Mm-hmm. You say La Paste Cristo. La Paste Cristo. Cristo. That's how I say That's how you say it. Okay, fine. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for being our peace. Thank you for giving us many, many other believers around the world that share our faith. And this happens because we tell stories. Jethro said, now I know. Um, that he's greater than all the other gods. And it was encouraging for their faith, and it's encouraging for our faith to read these stories of your deliverance for us. You're sending Jesus to be our Savior. We want to tell these stories to many, many other people so that together we can all worship you and know you and live forever. In your saving name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. Yeah.